0: All right, all right, welcome to Geopolitics in Conflict Show. Breaking news. I wanted to share some information with you today about the meeting that just took place in Brussels between NATO and Russia. Why is that important for you to know? Because there's a lot of stuff going on, and the important things about it is just it was just the day before, which was yesterday, the U.S. Uh, held talks with. Uh, uh nato today was the uh, held the talks with russia today was nato and russia and tomorrow is going to be the oc uh, uh osce which is the organization for security and cooperation in europe once again why is this all important is because the talks between nato and russia today were inconclusive in brussels so apparently <laughs> and, and i'll say it straightforward apparently nato and the us are not taking seriously the uh, strategic and security concerns of russia and this is why you're seeing this tit for tat with statements coming out of brussels and washington uh, indicating that uh, uh, russia is not willing to negotiate in a good faith come on we all know it's a lie you know basically because russia has submitted Uh, the eight uh, talking points that they want uh, NATO and the U.S. to respond to. Uh, Among those eight points, without uh, going into more detail into this, there are three key points that are very important. One of them has to do with the removal of nuclear um, uh, uh, weapons that the U.S. has placed near the area around Ukraine. second one has to do with NATO agreeing publicly to not admit georgia and uh, ukraine into the uh, uh, alliance the military alliance and third one has to do with the protection of the minority russians in the donbass area which is part of where this issue is all about so just to understand all this where it's headed Once you start reading some headlines from some Western media, be they in London, Frankfurt, Paris, or or, or, or Washington, or the US for that matter, you're gonna hear a different conversation. And to NATO, to NATO, this is more, is what gives it raison d'être, like a life support uh, uh, of of sorts. As I always argued that NATO is becoming irrelevant. So and now dragging this talk to even uh, uh, longer uh, so they can justify its its uh, its uh, existence per se when we know uh, NATO and the US are not willing to sort of understand what Russia's concerns are are you know basically uh, with NATO is expanding eastward getting closer to Russia's doorsteps. And russia saying we won't have it so i do believe personally as i always argued that uh for nato i mean for russia is gonna react militarily if it has to so and that is the reason why i wanted to sort of uh, provide you just a brief analysis if you will uh, just to have an understanding of the dynamics that's taking place because the uh the uh, comments or articles or analysis, whatever, coming out of Brussels and Washington is going to kind of manipulate the wording as to what this is all about. So uh, the other side of the argument is that especially with the new uh, U.S. ambassador uh, uh, to NATO, Julian Smith, uh, she's kind of like her argument was that, well, the Russians are very aggressive and all that. Well, come on, let's take a step back and, and be realistic about the statements. Because they don't understand the core issues for why Russia is concerned about the expansion of NATO's forces eastward, you know. The second argument to part of this is for the American audience, you know. Most Americans, majority I shall not say, not all, but the majority do not understand that it's the US, it's the US that is providing the the support for NATO. Financially speaking. In other words, we are the one providing over 70% of the budget for NATO. So why are we using our tax dollars in land countries that have no interest for us whatsoever? So, and this is part of what that argument, I'm sure you've been aware of what was taking place in Kazakhstan. That's another hot flash points that the West is pushing uh, the narrative for uh, because basically what it came to is was a failed coup if I may use the term so that is basically where those things are going so so understanding those dynamics it would be uh, it would be more of uh, shall we say uh, how I'm gonna argue this one here uh, an understanding of where things are headed so even though the uh, former uh, ambassador to NATO said that no 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 we, not the former, rather, but Wendy Sherman, which is the deputy uh, uh, secretary of state, uh, stated that, you know, we never promised Russia anything. So, honestly, well, hold on a second. You are lying because we did promise uh, a Russia after 1991, which means the disintegration of the Soviet Union, when James Baker, the former secretary of state, stood in the Kremlin, You know, and stated word for word that you can have my word that the West will not expand its word one inch. You know, and yet we went back on our words So, the other interesting thing that I want you guys to understand with this dynamics is the where Europe stands, the EU per se. While Europe is more divided than ever. Okay, we're not going to read about it. We're not going to hear about it much in, in in Western media. Why is there our concern? Because they saw what happened in Afghanistan after the U.S. exited from there and how chaotic that was. So the conversation inside the EU is that some countries are saying, hey, wait a minute, we don't want to get dragged into this conflict because they know what the outcome is going to be. I mean, you're talking about if there is a hot war, shall we say, they're going to be in uh, the first casualty of that of of that conflict and this is why some internal voices are saying we don't want to be part of this but they can come openly and say it because europe is toothless second is it can't stand on its feet and third it has to obey its masters so that explains the reality of where europe is and that is why uh, it is very very important for you guys to understand those dynamics uh, as you might read some headlines tomorrow morning once they publish, you know, media, or mainstream publish its own uh, newspapers and so forth. So you're going to be hearing some stuff. And so I'm here to provide you analysis to the best of my knowledge as I read it. Uh, I'll be uh, very, uh, uh, tomorrow, I will be watching for the meeting between uh, uh, Russia and the uh, uh, OS, uh, you know, OSCE, which is the uh, Organization Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe. If you want my two cents on this is nothing's going to materialize, you know, and here is one interesting other factor: is that Ukraine itself right now is calling for uh, uh, finding a diplomatic solution to the problem. It's Ukraine calling this. Why is that? Well, they're calling for this because I believe, and this is my personal opinion, I believe they are coming to realize that NATO and the US is giving them a lip service, you know. I'm sure they have learned from history what took place a couple years ago with Georgia. Georgia was in the same position Ukraine is today. And back then, the president of Georgia, Mikhail Saakashvili, was kind of saying, oh, I am going to challenge Russia, whatever it is, you know, he was pushed by NATO, and when Russia sent its military to Georgia and took over within three days, they defeated Georgian army, uh, Shaakashvili was shocked, you know, why NATO is not coming to help me? You know, oh, you got to be out of your mind, you know. NATO is not going to put itself in danger against the nuclear Russia. And this is the mistake that Shaakashvili made, not understanding the dynamics. You know, just being a president doesn't mean it makes you smart. But he did not understand the dynamics that were taking place at that time. And that was one of the issues that uh, uh, Shakyashvili made. So I believe Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, is realizing that. And he is calling more for finding a diplomatic solution to the problem. What's interesting also is that just yesterday, as the talks were held between the United States and Russia, Russia was conducting live, military exercises with troops uh, and and live live fire live weapons basically just to send a message live fire live weapons basically just to send a message to the united and this is why i believe russia will if russia will act militarily if they and the u.s cross that red line which the russian have described in those eight talking points that the u.s and nato have never responded to Uh, u.s said they would like to uh take a week and give back to russians about those talking points nato said they like to talk they like to have the second round of talks uh with them we all know what it means You know, that's the, if you compare these guys to what's taking place right now in Vienna with the GCP UA, the Iran nuclear deal. How many rounds of talk right now? Eight. Eight talks, eight eight rounds of talks. You know, what has been achieved? Nothing. So they're basically just dragging the talk for no reason because the U.S. is not willing nor is wanting to find a solution to this. It's no different That's what's taking place right now with Russia. However, the game with Russia is slightly different. Russia is not a ramp. <laughs> you know, who do we have to be concerned about a country with over 6,000 nuclear warheads? Is Russia. So, and this is why I am realizing mm, this is nothing but a hot air. you know. What nato is going to be saying and what uh, Jens Stoltenberg, the the uh, Secretary General for NATO is going to be spewing those claims of where well, we going to have to talk more with the Russians or find the diplomatic solutions while they are sending sort of their troops to the borders near uh, Russia you know it it just doesn't make any sense at the same time as this taking place you guys know what's taking place in Congress no Congress is preparing sanctions against Russia it's kind of double standard you are saying to Russians, sure, we'd like to sit down and have a conversation with you. But at the same time, you are preparing sanctions. You know, why should we trust you? Why should the Russians, uh, Russians trust the Americans to ever negotiating in a good faith? You know, it's kind of, this is where I always say that issue of credibility. Once you lose credibility, you're done, you know, you know. And, and U.S. credibility has been shattered. We all know. Look again what happened in Afghanistan. You know, this is why right now you don't hear much about Taiwan, for example. Have you ever heard about Taiwan recently? No, because that train has left the station. All of a sudden now we've been hearing about uh, uh, Kazakhstan. And That's why I said for Kazakhstan, I believe it was a failed coup. You know because you want to try to destabilize uh uh we just uh ross and i just did a video today we're gonna release it in few days because we have it has to be edited and so forth and 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 elizabeth is not available uh for about a week so we're gonna have some delay and some stuff so there have some some things to to take care of uh but we did uh uh record the video today and we're gonna release it soon and we argued into that that What took place in Kazakhstan was a plan to destabilize the area and it's not going to work. It's not going to work because we saw what the cooperation security organization did and they managed and controlled the situation in Kazakhstan. Russia sent a battalion, Uzbekistan and Kyrgyzstan sent troops and they took care of it. So China recently received a call from Kazakhstan for assistance and China said, we'll be happy to assist you to the best of our capabilities. China, of course, is not going to send troops. Uh, it's not the policy of China to send troops. But China has an interest in ensuring that Kazakhstan is stable. And you guys know what that interest is? The BRI, the Belt and Road Initiative, because Kazakhstan is at the heart of the Central Asia. As you may know, uh, which we already talked about this in our last uh, a Friday uh, live stream, Kazakhstan is located between Russia on the North and China on the East. So once again, you have to understand the dynamics, the more pieces that not only when you see, for example, a talk in Brussels between NATO and, and, and Russia, you have to keep in mind some other moving parts elsewhere around the world, because it's like a puzzle that has to form together. So that is what's interesting about all this. And, and for me personally, and we wanted to help you guys in having a clear understanding in a simple language, you know. Uh, I, I know sometimes those articles coming out of uh, media outlets and, and analysis, whatever, use some high academic words and all. all that doesn't mean a thing. You know? If you can understand it in a basic langu- language, it will make more sense to you. And this way, you will be able to draw your own conclusion. As we always say, we provide you the facts, we provide you the information to the best of our abilities and knowledge and let you reach that conclusion. So it's very, very important uh, uh, that you have an understanding of that, because I am certain you're going to be hearing some news coming out of uh, this meeting uh, by tomorrow. So so this is what I wanted to, to share with you guys. Uh, It's a topic that I am uh, uh, very, very interested in. I wrote a book about Russia, so that was part of my research, my academic background and so forth. So I am taking a a, a great interest in following the developments, and will be uh, happy to uh, provide you uh, uh, break-ins about what's going on and and some brief analysis so you can stay informed regarding that. So uh, as I said, I will be doing more break-ins now. Now that I learned how to manage this YouTube stuff. (laughs) So I will be doing more of those break-ins because I want to keep you informed. I want to keep you aware of what's going on. We'll be tackling, as always, different topics from around the world because that's what we stand for. And at the same time, uh, uh, we will follow up with our live stream on Friday. So we're going to do that. Uh, So just remember uh, to check us out at geopolitics.com. Uh, uh, that locals that come we are on locals also it's because you all know about how censorship is so i don't need to beat the dead horse here so uh, and that's where another conversation that i have there i'm also starting to do by the way just to share this with you uh, i've been invited now regularly on a sputnik a news outlet in washington dc where i provide them analysis about uh what's going on with NATO Russia us and, and you name it so so make sure to listen to that and once I get those uh recordings I'll be happy to upload them on the channel so you guys can listen to them if you want to as well so, so uh, what I was gonna say is the idea also that uh, make sure to check out our uh, uh, website at geopolitics in uh, in dot co- uh, that's for our membership there. So check it out and see and just follow me on Twitter at the I usually post the stuff about what's going on. They have a great conversation over there. so so that's all I have to say and thank you guys for your support. I know it means a lot to us, all of us. We're working as hard as we can. Uh, a lot of people have no idea that it takes a lot of time to get all these pieces together so we can come on the air so we can share knowledge with you because i'm a believer you know if i am to acquire knowledge i don't keep it just for myself i have to share it with with everybody you know i don't care where you come from i don't care where you are i don't care who you are you know you are another human being to me another uh, human being that i can you know help that i can share knowledge with that i can learn from that that's how i look at that's how i look at it so this is my uh my objective and i'm sure ross shared the same uh, philosophy as well so uh next time i'm gonna have ross with me here and we're gonna do a live breakings together so you know i'm as i said again i'm 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 finding out all this here because elizabeth is away it's gonna be away for for uh, for a few weeks and so we're gonna manage a few things here and, and and we'll be fine so i look forward to seeing you guys on friday and i hope till then stay informed as always